This is Jason Kristoff for December 30th, 2020, and what we're going to be doing today is Podcast 65, and it's going to be in relation to uh, Illuminati movie review of the new Wonder Woman film. Uh, it's the, the title of the new film. I guess it's a sequel to the first film. This new film is Wonder Woman 1984, and of course that's a very direct reference to Georgia Orwell's 1984, where the government takes full control of the society through violence. But the other reason that this is, you know, denoted as in 1984 is because all Hollywood studios have been told that they have to go forward and make their movies in the new brainwashing narrative about sanitation and fake viruses and mask wearing and social bubbles and six foot distancing and the only way to get around that is to go back to the movie studio controllers and say i'm going to do a movie in the past so the audience can you know we can bypass the masks because it was 1984 and the mask came out in 2020 and that's another reason they had to you know backdate the movie now this movie is like you know many others and in the basis of this illuminati movie review for the for this hollywood film uh, wonder woman it's very simple, and I'll put up again the mind control documentaries that prove all this, and I'll have to jot down exactly what I'm going to put in your show notes. So we'll put the mind control documentaries so that you can research and investigate for yourself that humans copy what they see, and that's what all Hollywood film and tv shows are for they're not there to entertain you i mean they make you a babbling moron and for my mother who might be listening i might drop a couple of swear words today mom i'm trying my best not i'd really try my best but if you if you what you'll notice is that people who watch a lot of tv and watch a lot of movies they're fucking morons. Sorry, mom. I'll just get that one right out of the way. So yeah, they're morons. And there's they don't arrive to the planet this stupid. They really don't. This is dumbness by design. And that's what your Hollywood film and TV shows are, are really for, is to take advantage of the documented behavior modification research that will be tabulated very clearly for you and all these mind control documentaries that are going to be the first uh, injection into the show notes and that's what the average person can't believe the size of the mousetrap they're in that's another reason the average person freezes because not only are there ego motivations involved where the average person would have to admit they're so stupid that they can't see any of this there's they can't the immensity of the mousetrap the immensity of the control grid just sits them back in their seat and if they were to take in that everything they believed as truth was as actually a fib it means they're in grave danger. So there's, and they are in grave danger, and they're going to have to face that grave danger sooner or later because it's coming down the pipe. So you get these people stuck in a permanent childhood. They don't understand 
that the TV and the movie screen are there to make them stupid, to make them like cattle, to make them like sheep. Instead of the lion that they were born to be, not the human does not get this stunned or this weak or this out of shape mentally, physically, or spiritually when when they're born naturally to this planet. You, this is dumbness by design. And that's a quote by uh, John Taylor Gatto, one of the world's most famous public school teachers. You can't, you, you have to work around the clock to make humans this stupid. You really do. And that's what the TV's there, the TV there is for. And that's what the movie screens are there. That's what they're for. And the average person can they'll go to the hospital and they can't imagine that that huge building with all those people employed and all that budget behind it is actually there to kill them and not make them healthy, although they can see it with their own eyes. That no one, the person with the most medication is the most sick. The person who takes the most vaccines is the most sick. The person who goes to the doctor the most, they're the most sick. And so they see the result of it. And but because the TV and the movie screen and, you know, the government indoctrination camps called schooling, they're mere extensions, the Lyria based control grid, they're told, you know, using behavior modification techniques, they're they're installed like this mind control is installed in them, so they don't trust their own eyes. They don't it's not that they, they, they can't think. They don't they don't remember how to think. That's what the TV shows and the movies and and the government schooling is for, is to produce this huge quivering mass of non-thinkers where you can parade evil out and just, you know, call it anything you want. Like the hospital, when you drive by the hospital, notice how big it is. Notice how elaborate it is. Notice how much money it takes in. And then, but also notice and understand it's there to kill you. It's there to make you sick. Short of, let's give medicine, you know, the 1% of medicine and science, it's due, you know, it's, it's due respect. If you get in a car accident, cut your hand off with a knife or a chainsaw, they're great. But as soon as you're better, they try to kill you. That's the crazy part about the system is it's, it's clearly inverted. You, you, and, you know, that might, that might be part of why people get scared when they try to face it but again all these movies or tv shows like er with george clooney doogie hauser md uh i think there's one in my heyday weber md and or gray's anatomy there are a lot of shows about the medical system there's a lot of movies about the medical system and they're all there to take advantage of documented behavior modification research, proving that humans copy what they see. And that's the base of this Illuminati movie review uh, with Wonder Woman, is that you have to understand humans copy what they see. So let's take the movie Gone in 60 Seconds, which is an example I use quite a bit on the podcast. It was a, a movie, I think it was a 2011 or, <clears throat> yeah, maybe it was 2011, or maybe it was 2001, but it was a movie with Nicolas Cage and Angelina Jolie, and it was a movie about car theft, and they had to steal 100 cars, and uh, they I think they had like 12 hours or 24 hours to do it, so they filmed, you know, there was a chalkboard with all the cars they had to steal, this was inside the movie, and they might have filmed about 30 
of the cars getting stolen, like 30 of the 100 that had to get stolen. That's repetitive. And the reason it's repetitive is repetitive images are the basis of all mind control and behavior modification and brainwashing. And what happened in Burnaby, BC, Canada is what happened all across the world when that movie was released is that car theft went up about like 60 to 75 percent in Burnaby, BC in the first 10 days. And that effect rippled out through the world. Now, the reason that happened, it was done purposely and because the people who make our movies and TV shows know that what's on the screen will eventually be on the street in very short order. So when they want to modify our behavior, and it could be done in a good or bad way, but the people who rule us continually do it in a bad way to make us weak and dysfunctional and diseased and disempowered, you just put it up on the screen. But you gotta make you gotta make the imagery or the patterns or the messaging, you gotta make it repetitive. And there was lots of that in the, the Wonder Woman movie, and, and I'll tell you, explain why, what, what images were used in that movie and why. And let's take another example. It was um, um, the Cosby Show. It was, a not, it, was a, it was a sitcom, I believe, on ABC. It had Bill Cosby. So let's just forget about Bill Cosby's uh, drugging of women for a second. But this was a show... I think it was in the 80s, maybe 89 to, I don't know when it was, or, or yeah, it must have been 1989 is when, when it started. But it was a nine-year run of the show. Uh, Bill Cosby, who was aware of this mo movie magic as well, sort of wanted to use it to uplift the black community. So he was a African-American medical doctor, Dr. Huxtable, and his wife, Claire, Mrs. Huxtable, she was an African-American lawyer. Now, in the nine-year run of the show, African-American enrollment in medical and law school went up 19%, and that was deemed the Cosby effect. So again, humans are shown to copy what they see. If you give them positive things, I'm not saying being a lawyer or a medical doctor is positive. <laughs> maybe just for the money so you don't have to starve to death but basically the way the legal system is right now and the way the medical system is right now probably not the most altruistic or moral way to live your life but the, the fact of the matter is you can use this to mind control and brainwashing technology to basically uplift people or throw them down the evolutionary ladder and the people who rule us of course use it to throw us back into the stone age and there's also something i'm going to put up i'm going to put up the ash experiment now the ash experiment um goes to show that you know whatever the group is doing we do which is another form of copying so in the ash experiment we have um, a group of people coming in and it looks like a, a research group, but say there's 10 people in a, in, a, in a room, so 10 research subjects. There's actually nine of them that are on the payroll. So it's, it's more of a setup. So when, when the single person comes in in the group of 10, there's really only one research participant. It's the one guy. And then there's 10 other guys in this room, sorry, nine other guys in this room that are 
paid actors. And what the paid actors do is they, the, the, the experimenter, the person leading the charge or leading the, the research, he's also an actor, puts a piece of paper up and the paper has different lengths of lines. And he says, like, might be four lines on the paper, like A, B, C, and D. And the researcher at the front of the room says, okay, what's the longest line? And let's say the longest line is B. Obviously, the longest line is B. And then the nine actors are told to answer A, which is the second longest line. And what this causes is the 10th the person, the real research subject, to actually change his answer. So he knows better. He knows B is the longest line, but he doesn't want to be in the minority, so he copies the majority and gives the wrong answer just to fit in and blend in and go along to get along. And this is really the basis of human behavior that is documented. You might not know about it, but the people who make your movies, I'm going to tell you, they know everything about it, and they're weaponizing it so that you engage in moronic activities, activities that make you overweight, activities that make you die early, activities that make you kill your own kids prematurely, you poison your kids, you don't love them properly, you don't raise them properly, you hand them over to the satanic state for processing through the mind control system. And and this is what it's proven to do is the person in the ash experiment, and I'll put up a, co a, a couple different um, versions of the ash experiment so you can see it you know there was one done on a, a sick not a sitcom but a show called brain games recently where they redid it and of course it's the same uh, result because the humans have the exact same brain function is <laughs> that they like to copy so it doesn't matter if you did it in 1960 i think that's when the first ash experiment um i think his name was samuel ash was done and then the brain games experiment and this experiment is have been done many times is you get the same result because the people come with the same standard equipment inside their brain is that they they don't care what the truth is they just want to follow what the majority is doing and when you tell the average person that they imagine a big group having a big influence on people and then they might copy because the group's around but the research shows conclusively that on the movie screen the average human believes that's what the majority is doing and that's why they copy so intensely. You don't need to have <clears throat> real people around you putting the pressure on. It's been shown that what you see on the screen, like if you were in the audience when it was gone in 60 seconds, the movie Gone in 60 Seconds about car theft, you're very prone to either steal a car directly or take in some of the other inverted and immoral behaviors of what you're being shown. And the people who rule us love to keep us in a quagmire of our own um, <laughs> self-produced chaos and drowning in our own feces. And because we're just easier to rule when we're a bunch of morons. And it's, you're easier to rule when you're overweight. You're easier to rule when you're poor. You're easier to wor rule when you're sick. You're easier, easier to rule when you're childlike, even though you have an adult driver's license. So th they put out all these movies to give us, give our brains negative things to copy, mirror, and emulate. And it's a, <clears throat> it's a rule of government. 
It's it's an arm of your governance. You don't you got to understand that is your TV is a rule. It's an arm of tyrannical government that you and they trick it. They trick you really good because they actually make you pay <laughs> to go see it. Because if they were to just kind of lock you and handcuff you to the seat and and make you eat poisonous movie food and then open your eyes with paper clips like they did a clockwork orange you'd be like oh shit something really nefarious is going on here but because they trick you into making you think it's entertainment when it's really entrainment they're in training you to act and behave in a certain way the part of the sales pitch is them actually tricking you to go pay and literally pay for the knife to slit your own throat or pay for the gun and the bullet to blow your own head off because it's sort of the best way to do this is to have you trick you to do it to yourself and that's one of their most foundational tricks is that they know like like the mask wearing or closing your own business or um any of this nonsense or even like getting a vaccine with documented poisons that make people sick they know that if they show up and hold you down and inject you on your front lawn you'd be like the game is on fuck you we're, we're going it's go time but see they know that they don't have the power they don't have the manpower they don't need, like even if you employed the armies and the police forces, if you look at the numbers, and those numbers are out there if you wanted to investigate, there's no way in God's green earth that they got the power to do it. They can't mask you. They can't do it. They don't have the power. They got to trick you to mask yourself. They got to trick you to watch TV yourself. They got to trick you to inject poison into your own kids. They got to trick you to inject poison into yourself. They got to trick you to take a shitty nine to six job when you could make uh, 20 times as much working half the time if you just took if you just learned about something like Kajabi. Now, Kajabi is some place where you can go. Kajabi, if anybody wants to look up, look it up. K-A-J-A-B-I, I think. But if you just, yeah, study Kajabi for 20 hours, you could be a millionaire. But they want you to go to school for four years. And, you know, they trick you into going and wasting, you know, tens of thousands of dollars a year to go to school to learn absolutely nothing about nothing so you can get that shitty job and be miserable your whole life and inject poison into your kids, get drunk every night because you're so sad and your spirit's so empty and you're so shallow that all you do is watch TV, uh, drink coffee and, and drink wine just to, you know, tranquilize your soul to the quiet whispers you don't want to hear from it anymore. So yeah, that's that's one of their tricks. And uh, I don't know where we were, but yeah, humans copy. <laughs> they copy what they see. And that's what the Illuminati movie review is all about. What hit, what repetitive messages were in, um, you know, what repetitive messages were in the Wonder Woman movie? I'm going to put up two of my top three mind control uh, videos. Top three mind control videos where... And you know what? You don't probably have to watch any of those except the first one. And the first one would be great for you to learn learn things about. Where you have a group of three real cocky teenagers. 
and the guy who organizes sort of the the sting or <laughs> or the mind control session he presents himself as a babbling fool a dad who doesn't know anything about anything and the three kids that are sort of the targets of his 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 gimmick or the this this rigged game they're very confident they're like most people even people listening to this podcast are like i'm in control of my behavior i would never steal a car i would never do anything that the tv put into me or impregnated into me well this guy who is a very good magician and mentalist and hypnotist he basically inserts their behavior into them in about five minutes. <clears throat> then he asks them to go out and do some certain tasks. And then when they come back, he's already documented the day before how they would behave when he would go out and ask, when he asked them to do those tasks. And they're baffled. Because what happened there was that the guy who was acting like a fool, who act uninformed, who act like he didn't have any knowledge in this particular area, <clears throat> was able to fully control and fully predict the behavior of these three cocky teenagers to the point where he probably saved their lives over time because now they realize that their minds can be hacked at will and only in a matter of minutes to the point where if the person's a master at mind control and brainwashing, uh, we can hack your behavior and modify it in about five minutes without your conscious awareness. And, and that's a great video to watch. I'm going to put down another two that will equally leave your jaw on the floor. But if you don't have time, watch uh, the best mind control video I have. Just watch number one. Now, the cinema as well is famous for very dark programming. Even the word cinema and the way these word magicians, these are very old groups that know this technology. And that's what secret societies are really for, is to pass down their secrets, family to family, family member to family member, ruler to ruler, about how to control the behavior of the masses <clears throat> and trick them into doing things that have no benefit for them as people and only have benefit for the rulers. Now, they used to they used to notice this behavior that humans would copy they would do like plays in the public square and then if if say the hero had a nice piece of gold jewelry on the goldsmiths would come to the governors later and say you know what's really weird is that the jewelry ju jewelry i donated for the play last night you know i had 20 20 copies and they're all sold out today it appears that the humans copy what they're seeing on the on the stage in the public square and the governors were like wow that's really interesting and then maybe the next play in the next month the heroine the female hero would have you know a particular dress on and then the dressmaker would have the same sort of conversation with the governing class and say you know it's really weird i had about 50 of those dresses in stock and when people came in today all they wanted was the dress of the person in the play and I sold out all 50, and the governing class would be like, okay, hold on a second. 
these humans really copy what they do, what they see, and if it's repetitive, they really copy, and if it's with perceived authority behind it or various other positive or you know positive reinforcements, and then negative reinforcements for sort of not doing what's in the play, it really heightens the the, the copying or mimicking, or mirroring mirroring effect that the public will will you know emulate, and this sort of information gathering led to your weaponized mind control, your brainwashing, and your behavior modification research where humans are proven to copy to the point where you can trick them to do absolutely anything. You can trick a person to cut the uh, like 25% off uh, a newborn male's penis with no anesthetic. And the average person who might have a, a child who've already circumcised their child might be like, yeah, that one kind of stings a little bit after what you told me. Because on, on, on the forefront, uh, in plain view, that makes no sense at all. That I'm like, you couldn't go to the doctor and say, hey, look, doc, cut off the ear. Can you cut off the earlobes of my daughter? The doctor would look at you like you're insane. But oh, if you can you cut 25% of... <clears throat> my newborn boy's penis off, no anesthetic, and um, the, the nerves of the penis, I mean, the, the penis has the most nerves per square millimeter of any part of the body, and it's a, it's a torture technique. Of course it is. I mean, imagine doing it to a, a full-grown man. I mean, would, would there be any sort of benefit there? And someone says, and then they give you the excuse, right? Uh, well, what about the, the infected penis? Well, folks, if you haven't figured it out, they, they, they just tell you a lie to cement the mind control. Like when they, fluorides basically um, causes brain damage and cancer. So they're going to tell you it strengthens your teeth. They're not going to fucking tell you that it causes cancer and brain damage because that's why they're putting it in there. They're not going to tell you the truth. I'm not too sure if you're, you don't have to be Sherlock Holmes to figure any of this stuff out. I mean, they don't need to put mercury, like mercury teeth fillings. Mercury is the third most toxic substance in the entire universe. Why are they putting it in your mouth? They're just telling you it's a filling. It's not a filling. It's there to make you sick. They're not going to tell you the truth. So, you know, um, and when when they tell you the the lies, you got to know that there's always going to be a lie to fortify how they disempower you. I mean, when's the last time you were at work and someone said, "Oh, Jim's sick again today," and and Janice says, "Yeah, you know, you know, he's got a penis infection again. He's not circumcised." When's the last time you heard that, that someone called in sick because he's got a penis infection because he's not circumcised? It would be never. And that's how you start thinking again. And, and that's, you know, that th this is what we're talking about is how do you produce a human that can't think? Well, it has to do a lot with the movies, has a lot to do with the TV, has a lot to do with the government indoctrination camps. They're all run by the same group. The government and the Hollywood studios are all the same group. They all appear separate so that you, you know, in your non-thinking, not your personally, but most people can't think, they can't put it together. They really can't put it together. 
So even the word cinema, the way these people work, they're always going to leave their fingerprints everywhere they go. They're like very old criminals. So when you see something like cinema, the first phonetic sound in cinema is sin. And E, um, like we've discussed in the previous podcast to this, podcast 64, E represents uh, magic, an invisible sort of influence on your physical reality. So light is sort of, it's not really invisible, but like, let's go back and take on in 60 seconds. There was an invisible transfer, an invisible effect on the behavior of the audience where a lot of them went out and started stealing cars right away. That's an invisible effect. That's known to represent um, the E. E means uh, magic is as an ancient symbol. It re- represents the fifth element. The fifth element is known as the invisible magic. The fifth letter of the alphabet is E. That's why E represents uh, the ma- the invisible magic. That's why the letter E is always known as the invi- invisible magic. So in cinema, we have um, the 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 first phonetic sound is sin. Then we have uh, uh, E. Like let's put put the cineplex, and a plex or a plexus. Like the solar plexus is where all the nerves kind of come together in, in sort of your heart chakra. Basically, cineplex means uh, in word magic a central hub or a central meeting place of magical sin and a lot of people don't know how to read word magic and that's the way I read cineplex and even the the symbol for the cineplex uh, organization is three rings and the these uh, three rings that are sort of cut in half so you have six three rings of six pieces and I'm, I guess we could explain sort of how that works, but it's basically the rings of Saturn. The people we're talking about were very involved with Saturn worship, which is a very dark, I think they're working with the invisible magic in a very dark way. You can work with invisible magic in a very good way, but this the Saturn cult, and you can kind of look that up yourself. Just look up the cult of Saturn. Good luck with that. You're going to need your tinfoil hat. You're going to go down a rabbit hole. I don't know if you'll ever come back out, but if you want to look at the cult of Saturn, but that's why the Cineplex, um, the Cineplex symbol is three rings that are sort of cut down the middle so there's basically six pieces and that's where you get the six 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 right so three times six you have three rings six pieces three times six is 18 you got the six 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 there and the in someone says oh that's the number of the beast that's evil let me explain to you what six 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 really means six 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 really means three times six which is 18 and the way this cult works, there's never a single number. It's a, a, there's never more than one number. There's only single numbers. So 18 has to be synthesized down to a single number. So you just add up the numbers that are present in whatever number you end up looking at. We're looking at 18. 1 plus 18 is 9. Now, 9's a very magical number because if you do, say, okay, 2 times 9 is 18, 1 plus 8 is 9, so, but look at, say, 3 times 
uh, 9. It's 27. Well, 2 plus 7 is 9. Well, that's really weird. Let's look at, say, 4. Um, let's look at 4 times 9. 4 times 9 is 36. That's weird. 3 plus 6 also equals 9. Let's look at 9 times 5. 9 times 5 is 45. Hmm, 4 plus 5 is 9. Let's look at 9 times 6. It's 54. 5 plus 4 is 9. So this, the real story behind 666 is the magic number 9. And the magic number 9 represents a sort of historical con job where if you were to look at all the 9 times tables, you would find that no matter what you do, like 9 times, like I'll even do it here, 9 times, say, 181 is uh, 1629. So that's 7 and 2 is uh, 9 and the other 9 is 18. So we're at 1 plus 8 again, which is 9. The big uh, historical con job and what 666 or, or 9 represents is a system by which to the uninitiated, uninformed person, all the nine times tables look like different equations. But if you look at the, the summation of the numbers that you come out with, they all equal nine. So the historical con job, the symbol that 666 represents is that everything looks different to the uninitiated, uninformed person, but to the person who has a, a mastery of knowledge, they're all the same. They all equal nine, which represents what sort of happens symbolically when you're going to the movie theater is you, as an uninformed victim of the Saturn cult, you believe all the movies are different, <laughs> but they're not. <laughs> they're all the same. They really look different. They got different actors, different stories, different themes, different lengths of time. And um, you think they're different, but they're not because they all have the same symbology in them. You just don't really know how to look for it. And again, it's my job to show you through this sort of Illuminati movie review that, yeah, all the movies are basically the same. They have some basic foundations that are there to control you through repetitive messaging so that you copy stuff that makes your life worse. And then when your life is worse, you're easier to rule and manipulate and steal from and govern and control. And it's proven that the repetitive messaging, you will copy. And what they do is they know you sort of focus on the central view. The primary actors is what you focus on. But the part of the brain that's sort of obsessed with copying what other people are doing or what the majority is doing or the part of the brain that really likes the repetition, it scans the whole screen. And it's very good at remembering similar objects or recognizing similar objects. And it's called the subconscious mind. It, it remembers the repetitive patterns and objects and symbols that you're never going to remember because the subconscious works without your conscious awareness. And this part of the brain that's scanning sort of the whole screen, looking for matches, it loves matches, it loves repetition. And the reason it loves repetition is because it's your safety, survival, and security-based function. And repetition means 
that more than one person is engaging in that behavior or using that object or believing that idea. And for safety, security, and survival, you need to find a group or a herd. There's more safety in a group or a herd. So if you see on the screen during the Wonder Woman movie, 20 people drinking coffee, that part of the brain um, basically registers the coffee drinkers as part of a coffee drinking tribe, register, registers them as sort of the biggest tribe that was on the screen, that particular movie, and, and will actually force you to be a coffee drinker to increase your chances of safety or survival and security within your own life. And that's why it loves repetition because every time it sees the same object like a coffee cup, it it pretty well has a conversation with itself. The subconscious mind would have a conversation with itself saying, oh, I've seen 30 people with coffee cups this uh, in their hands, and it looks like, you know, it would be a safe behavior to mimic so that I could fit in with that group. And according to my downloads and my scanning and my analysis of what was on the screen, it looks like this coffee group is a pretty big group. And as a human, for me to survive, I need the bigger group. So given what I'm saying there, what do you think is the most frequent messaging in all Hollywood cinema? All Hollywood cinema, you'd have to literally start watching movies from this perspective, which is what I did when I watched the Wonder Woman film. I told my family members, please grab a piece of paper and write down every time you see a coffee cup, a coffee mug, a coffee reference or a coffee shop or a coffee machine. And they said, it can't be that much. And, and I said, also, when you write it down, please glance over at me and I will glance over at you and uh, just to get your reaction. So only about 15 minutes through the movie, my family members were like, there's just no way I've seen 10 coffee references in the first 15 minutes of the Wonder Woman film. And this is how frequent it is in that movie and it was it was pretty blatant i admit that in the wonder woman film if you were to just watch it from the coffee coffee perspective alone um you would be baffled so this is about what the illuminati movie review is about is what are the repetitive messages in the film that is proven to form your behavior and make you act it out against your conscious awareness um and that's what behavior modification is. It's taking advantage of a very ancient and old survival, safety, and security mechanism in your brain by which your subconscious mind has a, you know, a genetic sequence that knows that if you're in the bigger group, you're more likely to survive. And the way it sort of scans the environment is always looking to where the bigger group is. And the people who rule us know how this part of the brain works. And if it, it also knows the people who rule us also are aware that this part of the brain does not know the difference between real life, does not know the difference between real life, what's on the screen and what's imagined. So just because it's on the screen doesn't mean it's not going to trigger your natural propensity to fit in with the bigger group. And 
So why would your human farmers purposely make movies? Again, it's the 666 and 9 situation. If you went down to another movie on the crap flicks, Netflix uh, option board, you're still going to see coffee. You're the only one that doesn't know it's a, a different, you're the only one that thinks it's a different movie. It's all the same. <clears throat> it's all the same movie. It's always coffee. It's always alcohol. And alcohol was the second most common theme in Wonder Woman. Where everybody, you know, if there's a party, people are drinking alcohol, people have glasses in their hand, they have wine glasses when they go have a dinner date. And Wonder Woman and her new friend that ends up being her arch enemy ends up, you know, they're drinking wine. And again, you're like, this is what drives your behavior. And you might be asking, okay, the, okay, so the people who rule us, control our behavior, want us drinking coffee and wine. Why? Well, why do you think? Number one, you can't farm lines. You can only farm lambs. Coffee is proven to cut blood flow to the brain by 52%. And it's also, caffeine's also proven to um, sort of, inflict a form of atrophy or destruction to your hippocampus. Now, your hippocampus is the part of the brain that you need working properly to react to danger. So animals that have had da danger, uh, like just <laughs> destroyed hippocampuses, like you could have a cat up against a glass and there's a like a pit bull barking at it from the other side and the animal doesn't react. <laughs> now, that alone, that alone, is why they want you hard on the caffeine because you can't react to danger. You can't react to what's going on right now. Like right now, everybody listening to this is under attack by the, the, the ancient group that I'm talking about that has basically organized a worldwide coup fabricated or fa founded upon a fake COVID uh, virus that doesn't even exist and a fake RT-PCR a machine that pumps out false positives and everybody's at home thinking that the government loves them and it's because their hippocampuses are damaged from from loads and loads of caffeine they can't react to danger that alone that's one aspect of caffeine caffeine causes brain damage crohn's colitis arthritis uh, carpal tunnel uh, birth defects it, it it literally causes almost every disease that I've ever studied in my entire life. And if you want documented, cited sources of that, go pick up the book Caffeine Blues by uh, Stephen Chernisky, and I'll put that up in the show notes as well. So go to Caffeine Blues, read that. It reads more like a horror story. It's the scariest book I've ever read because that's when I realized, oh, yeah, okay, I thought, I thought it was just a hippocampus problem why they were trying to make everybody drink caffeine through behavior modification instilled or kind of riddled throughout the Hollywood film. But literally, caffeine destroys you on every level imaginable. You're, you'll be too weak, not only too dumb, but too weak to afford any kind of resistance to an invasion and the 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 people who rule us they have the uk royals and they have um various 
connections to old Egyptian pharaohs. They're well aware of the caffeine. And this group of UK royals that used opium to take over China, they used crack to take over certain areas of America. This is one of their most frequent takeover modalities is to flood the population, the targeted population, with various drugs to make them neurologically confused before the attack begins. And although not everybody in America is on crack or on cocaine or on hash, but it's getting pretty close, or on, they just said, well, let's use alcohol and let's use coffee to dumb them down. Like alcohol causes brain damage, lessens life in any amount. And of course, just like the fluoride for your teeth or the vaccines make you healthy, they're going to tell you the alcohol you know, keeps you alive longer in moderation. All complete fucking bullshit. It's just the sales pitch needed so that you get onto their psychoactive drugs and so that you're easier to take over and uh, circumvent when the attack begins. And you're inside the attack now. And if you're having a hard time, you notice everybody's having a hard time resisting. I'll tell you, the people that are on coffee, they resist the least. They resist the least. And it's almost like 70%. I don't know what the percent is, but I think it's like 70% of the population is caffeinated on it at any given time. So, of course, the people who rule us <coughs> are going, <coughs> excuse me, are going, COVID. <laughs> I got the COVID. I'm going to take my test soon, maybe two. So, the people who rule us are definitely going to riddle caffeine messaging and coffee symbology throughout all of their films and go ahead and watch the new Wonder Woman. Take a notepad. Tell me how many times you see, a, and you got to be good when you see a desk, when you see a Wonder Woman in her condo, you got to look for the coffee pot or the coffee machine in the background or the coffee cup on the breakfast nook or whatever because it's all riddled in the background. Uh, most of it, there's a lot riddled in the foreground that the actors have their hands on, which was baffling the people I was watching it with. But the people ruling us know that your subconscious scans the background and you want to look for coffee shops. Starbucks is famous for being in there. I mean, in the movie Fight Club, there was a Starbucks coffee cup in absolutely every single scene of Fight Club. And I'll put a, a, a video clip in the show notes about that. So why do you think they put... Uh, a coffee cup in every single scene, Starbucks coffee cup, a fight club. Because it makes you go out and drink coffee. It makes you a moron. Coffee makes you a moron, folks. That's that's what it's there to do. And do you think the people who rule you just says, well, I think it makes you a moron. Uh, well, take a chance. No, no, no. They, they have hundreds of years of research to say, look, if you get these people drinking coffee, they can't resist our, our takeover. And, and, and it's no, um, it's, it shouldn't come as a surprise to you. Who was the person who funded Starbucks' first franchise push? Take a guess. It was Bill Gates and his dad, William Gates Sr. 
Now, why do you think these guys, they're interested in vaccines full of documented poisons? They're also interested in Starbucks. Anything that makes you have less power, they're behind. And because that they know this ancient power game, the power game is uh, your power can't be destroyed because it's energy. So even though they pump you full of poisons with needles, trick you into, and again, you see them tricking you to wait in line for your coffee every morning, tricking you to buy a $1,000 coffee machine, tricking you to buy $20 bags of coffee beans, tricking you to poison yourself every day. Um, you, why do you think they're so interested in Anything that has to do with poisoning you because your power and your energy is they know it's an invisible form of magic. The, your energy can get transferred over to them invisibly. These people are old energy magicians. I mean, even your physicist, your physics teacher down at your local high school will tell you that energy can not be created or destroyed. So when you poison yourself with coffee, poison yourself with alcohol, and poison yourself with vaccines or medications or junk food or all the other shit that they trick you into doing to yourself, your power is decreased. But where did it go? Where did your power go if energy is neither created nor destroyed? Well, it goes out into the ether. And ether is a word that means sort of floats out there invisibly in the air. You notice the word ether starts with E for the same reason that E is the magical fifth element. And they're literally transferring your energy to them through the ether. That's what makes them so powerful. That's what gives them the power over you is because you don't know how to harvest or keep your energy for yourself. And they're tricking you to poison yourself with coffee and wine and any other poison they do. And you're, 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 you're leaking. You're leaking. You've got holes in your spacesuit. You can't see it, but they can't. They know you're leaking. They're feasting off your energy. That's what they're doing. So if you're going to go watch the Wonder Woman movie, uh, protect yourself if you can, because you're going to have to watch for all. There's a lot of other patterns in the movie that can really change your behavior. Look for the wine and look for the, look for the alcohol, wine, look for the coffee. But another main theme is there's no men. And that is all part of the bad mom's agenda or, you know, all, there's a lot of movies that are, and it's repetitive, okay? And it's repetitive now for a reason. You know the reason. So many uh, movies about strong females, no men. So the opening scene starts in Wonder Woman. It's kind of like an Olympics for the these Amazon Amazonian women that Wonder Woman is from, but there's no men in the stands like there's no men anywhere in the you know in this particular olympic games and there's no men allowed or even talked about where wonder woman is from now that's actually part like teaching women that you don't need men and it wouldn't just be the wonder woman movie it would be like every movie over the past 20 years that it equates, this is why there's so many single females out there. This is, and it, it's for many reasons. So there's the primary behavior pattern put out in the movies that men, they're not needed. And so how are all these women born? 
How are all the women, like the the opening scene in Wonder Woman, there's got to be about 20,000 or maybe even 50,000 women uh, watching the Wonder Woman Olympics, whatever that might be, but not one men in the not not one. There's no men in this society. So who's having sex with these women to produce these women? And of course, someone says, "Well, it's just Hollywood. You know, it's just a story." No, the people who rule you know this has a huge impact on your behavior. It's behavior modification, and it's a repetitive theme that the men are weak. And the female is ultimately, you know, is more powerful than the male. And there's very, various psychic implications of that. And then when we do see men, so when you watch the Wonder Woman movie, watch all the women. They're perfect in every single way. And then watch how the men are portrayed. Watch when the men come on the scene. The first sort of, even where this person works, um, you know, Wonder Woman sort of works at a museum. Watch the men that are riddled through the background. They're all beta males. And then there's a there's a primary scene where one of the female uh, act- actors is basically walking through a park and then is accosted by um, a white drunk male. So that's our first male. And it's very common to portray the evil males as white and to portray the altruistic uh, males as sort of non-white. And we also see that in this movie several times where if there's an altruistic male being portrayed, um, it's it basically a non-white male. And so the, this scene is very important. Again, it's all anti-male programming. And the anti-male programming is to make sure women believe they can make it sort of on their own, which they can, but it makes them very, very vulnerable to attack. And when a a real strong male is absent from your life, the thing is the government has a magnetic electrical field around it that it, it portrays itself as a protector. So when a female is sort of out there alone and maybe alone through natural circumstance or maybe through Hollywood derived circumstance where you know the females watch too many bad mom movies where she just doesn't like men or what's the sense of men and men aren't doing a good job either of course um, because they've had their own programming for say 40 years prior to this where they were programmed to be drunken slovenly morons. So of course the attraction between the two sexes is go- is going to be lessened. But basically when a female is alone, she will always be looking for a protective force and if the protective force can't be found in a male counterpart, it can easily be found in the institution of government. So what you see today is a weakening of the males purposely. You see it in the movie as well as like you see it's a businessman that's drunk in the park that attacks and sort of tries to sexually accost this woman, and he's white. You get this all this male hatred, white hatred, and he's got the tie on, so it's also a hatred of capitalism at the same time. And these are deep, deep, deep subconscious programming that's being driven into the mind of the audience. So weak males lead to females 
basically looking for other strong males or even a strong male institution that has male characteristics like forcefulness and aggressiveness like the government. And we see this today with many females having a magnetic affinity to go work for their oppressors in government. Most females say, I love to work for government. because Why? Because they don't feel safe. Well, why don't they feel safe? Well, because the, the men have been feminized. Well, how did the men get feminized? Well, the Hollywood was also very key in feminizing the males as well by giving them very ne- negative role modeling and doing a lot of chemical manipulations as well that lowers testosterone. The other thing about making women powerful on film and making males weak and sort of ignorant and fat and slovenly and addicted on film is that when a male acts out their feminine role, it's it's sort of like this a similar situation where you have, if you have a group of frogs in, um, or certain, there's certain amphibians, I believe it's frogs, but if you had, say, a hundred frogs in a pond and they were all female, remarkably, if you leave them in long enough, one of them will turn into a male and impregnate and, and keep he keep the tribe moving. So what happens is that hormones have this sort of balance in general. So when a, when a male is feminized, his testosterone goes down. Now, you can feminize that male through... Uh, behavior modification on film or or chemical castration like soy or plastic or there's a there's a third leading pesticide called atrazine that's shown to to feminize males so as the as the male is feminized in the household naturally almost to keep the attraction between the two the two partners higher like Basically, it's like a magnet. If one becomes more negative, the other one has to become more positive so that the attraction is still there. So as a male is feminized and goes to a sort of opposite polarity, the female has to charge her male energy up to sort of keep 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 the balance, reconcile the books. And when a female lives with a feminized male, she's prone to become more male herself. And that, of course, leads to other agendas that the people who rule us really want to get moving. They want to sort of circumvent the natural attraction between male and female, positive and negative. They don't want that attraction to be there. To be honest with you folks, the earth that you live on, the desks that you might be listening on, you might be driving a car right now, it's all held together by magnetism. Everything that you see as physical matter is held together by positive and negatives attracting each other and forming a solid state. If you can make them all positive or all negative, if if you can change the polarity of every molecule in the on the earth, it ju- it will just float away into space and it won't actually hold together anymore. So we see that in families, the families won't hold together, the communities won't hold together. You might not be aware that the magnetism, if it's lost, if the attraction between male and female, positive and negative is lost, everything you everything you know as physical matter will simply drift into like dandelion fluff and float away into different parts of the universe. 
Love is the attraction between male and female, or positive and negative. And that's very important for people to wrap their head around. So I hope that uh, makes some sense. If you're going to watch this Wonder Woman movie, maybe look for uh, those four sort of themes. Look for your coffees. Look for your alcohols. Look for your, your masculinization of females. Definitely look for your feminization of the male. Even the primary actor, Chris Pine, you swear, you swear to God, they made him lose 15 to 20 pounds for this role. He's coming in as a complete bone rack. In other films, he was a, sort of a strapping, more male sort of figure. Why would they have him lose so much weight so he looks so feminine next to his female counterpart? And it's all part of the agenda. I guarantee you they told him, you got to come in a little thinner. You got to look a little weaker. We got to make her look a little stronger. In these subtle patterns and messages and symbols and emotional energies if they're repetitive really modify your behavior and if you think it's a stretch go back to the mind control documentaries and know that this mouse trap is this big it is this big everything you think is true is not true they've been corralling you and bullshitting you and lying to you and psychologically manipulating you since the day you were born and the reason they're really trying to take over right now is people are learning about this there's an ascension which means everybody's like yeah it is bullshit and we're going to make it a change they're trying to make the change they're trying to lock us down so that we no longer have the ability to research their very weird history their obsession with behavior modification their general weakness they're, they're physically weak the people who rule us that's why they were always masters at manipulating people psychologically it's more a, a revenge of the nerd sort of situation where they know they can't do any of this to us physically so they trick us into doing it to ourselves they're trying to lock us down folks so that we never rise into our full potential because that means we take our power back and if we take our power back on an invisible level we get strong with our health we only drink water we don't drink booze we don't have this brain damaging coffee the power is invisibly transferred from them back to us like when we keep our power, it means they can't have it. And they all they do is they work in the invisible realm. They trick us through science so that we work in the visible realm. But all they do is work in the invisible. They're masters of the invisible. They know that when I stop drinking alcohol, my power comes back. I don't have caffeine. My power comes back. My brain works good. Someone says, oh, you, you talk well. You know a lot of things about a lot of things. Folks, this is just the natural... This is the natural strength a human is born with if permitted to grow without all these poisons. If, if our soil is the soil in which I grow in, which I make sure I grow in every day, it's rich in nutrients and what I need to thrive, they take that away from you. They take that away from your kids. So wake up, stop, start pushing back. It's time to adult up and level up and and warrior up and lion up it's really time so i hope you you know go watch that movie i hope the mind control doesn't get you while you're watching it but look for these themes they're very important and they're repetitive for a reason i hope you enjoyed this podcast this is jason christoph signing up <laughs>